What is a conservative hippie? During my early adult formative years, there was a common phrase that independent-minded people would use to explain their political position, fiscally conservative and socially liberal. Most people in the middle would describe themselves as such, deep concern about government spending and waste, coupled with empathy for civil liberties and the plight of the voiceless man. Modern confusion with an old turn of phrase is completely legitimate as the words and political leanings making up conservative hippie have been co-opted by a polarized fringe pulling the common-sense middle apart. Fiscally conservative and socially liberal always struck a chord with me. It always seemed like a natural transition to the moniker conservative hippie. The turn of phrase is simple and conveys a common-sense approach to politics. I also thought it described me well. But for many years as I have embarked on this politically charged podcast adventure, I kept getting the same questions and statements regarding my clever moniker. What is it? Some would ask. Conservative hippie is an oxymoron, numerous have exclaimed. To answer all the questions regarding my proud moniker and to help the confused understand the perceived disconnect they have with the two words placed together, I've created this lengthy personal explanation. As society and the underlying communication infrastructure has grown, it seems that camps, labels, and lines have been created, disseminated, and drawn. Tangential niche issues have acted as content marketing webs encircling people into these camps with their labels and hard lines. Conservative hippie harkens nuance and a blend of ideologies. No wonder it garners confusion and visceral reactions in modern society. But in this day of visceral enraged engagement, the term and the concept can be a unifying philosophy. So what about the term conservative hippie confuses or upsets people? What are they all missing? What am I missing? To me, the answer is found within perspective and definition. The definitions of these words are fluid and wildly affected by personal perspective. But this is my moment and my invention, so let me help you understand my perspective. First, let's break down conservative. It used to be such a simple concept embraced by the majority, but it has been forced out to the fringes. Prudent, careful, and safe have been overshadowed as synonyms by old-fashioned, orthodox, and fundamentalist. One fringe group has taken the term on as a badge of honor, while another targets the term as a bitter enemy. But this simple word has a more complicated layer to it. Historically, conservative not only represented fiscal prudence, but also a strict interpretation to the United States Constitution. 
the definition was inclusive in that it spoke to the common ground for civil liberty-loving liberals with small government-minded libertarians. Both groups could agree on the foundation of civil liberties within the Constitution while arguing over how to apply government to societal structure. The term conservative could have been considered a bridge between ideological foes, but instead, today, it acts as a divining rod of division. One very important point needs to be made. The term conservative was never associated with religious orthodoxy in my early life. Sure, strict constitutionalists were often coincidentally Christian, but Christians were spread across all political affiliations. Religion and politics used to be separate, as they should be, at least in general practice. I can pinpoint the exact moment politics and religion became blurred, and the term conservative became muddied with unintended righteousness. It was the 1994 Contract for America politicians that surged within the Republican Party as a reaction to Clinton corruption. Everything became confused within this moment. The Republicans failed to pin corruption cases on President Clinton, so they fell back on sexual misconduct and the subjective soiling of the office. The main weapon of attack was conveyed through religious values. This led directly to the neoconservative uprising within the Republican Party. Banking Christian religious reaction to social and cultural movements while continuing the corrupt practices of the Clinton administration. Thus, the Contract for America birthed the Bush years. A poster of religious pandering coupled with no values for the Constitution or fiscal discipline. Stay with me. I understand a deeper history could be explained, but to understand where we are at now, this modern origin story must be told. Because in many ways, religion is at the heart of our current political crisis. Neoconservatives ushered in a new method of garnering public support even if their policies were antithetical to their campaign posters. That neocon baby grew up to have a child of its own. Neoliberalism is now the dominant hammer of what can only be described as the uniparty in control of the United States federal government. Opposite imagery in their campaign posters, but the same policies instituted in application of government force. Wokeism is the new religion bringing the masses on board with policies that destroy American aspirational ideals. Neocons, those Republicans in name only that wear Christianity on their sleeve as a political mascot, are now opposed by neo-libs who wear their crest of wokeness on their chest. Yet both modern political power player factions controlling both major political parties have the same resulting agenda with government. Larger bureaucracy 
with more societal control. Fiscal conservatism has been thrown out with the Constitution as woke slogans and religious pandering hide monetary devaluation and bloated asset bubbles of the upper class. Politicians and the media kick and scream about culturally divisive issues like critical race theory and abortion while they bankroll their families with corrupt spending packages. Instead of common sense applied to government spending, a.k.a. conservative fiscal values, conservative has been repackaged as a partisan room divider with religious connotations, a.k.a. conservative Christian values. Now, let's look at the term hippie, or the socially liberal aspect of the old Midler phrase. This word is the subject of the most slanted interpretation. Synonyms like nonconformist, anti-war, and free spirit are the most pure values to be placed next to the word. Yet, damned, dirty, pot-smoking hippies is as visceral and common as a descriptor as peace-loving, anti-war activists. But any honest assessment would understand a personal vision from the historical roots of the term. For an older generation, conservative is more pliable than hippie. This is understandable due to the flashpoint and the confluence of events surrounding the birth of the hippie movement. Civil rights protests, an anti-war movement, and psychedelic consumption were a triumvirate of cultural shocks to the stick-in-the-mud traditionalists clutching their Bibles and the security of the way things had been. But that definition and conflicting opinion of hippie is from a bygone era. Has the term hippie been conquered and marketed by the very institution actual hippies railed against? Is it nothing more than a fashion sense described as bohemian that people stylize themselves with? Hippie mantras and anti-war activism be damned. I think the repackaging of hippie might be more sinister than fashionistas looking for a brand and the youth looking for an image. Perhaps the same type of dogma that warps conservative is also taking on the cultural image of hippie. The religion of wokeism has also created a room divider for this simple colloquial term. The religion of climate change has tapped into that well-meaning spirit of the original hippie movement. But the impetus for the hippie movement in the 60s was peace and love. Sure, loving our mother is within the spirit of hippiedom, but the foundation is against human aggression through government imperialism. Global warming marketers have co-opted the empathetic nature of the term hippie to repackage it as a partisan push for more government corruption. A true hippie would see through this shipping heavy industry from one regulated region of the planet to an unregulated region 
just as they would see through selling military arms to Saudi Arabia so they can fight a war in Yemen. You're just moving the problem, man. Hippies are against large government control. They would be against the increased tech panopticon we all live within. A true hippie would be woke to the religion of wokeism. Hippies are independent, empathetic, critical thinkers who are opposed to human suffering. And they are brave. It takes guts to face violence and prosecution, to stand up against elitist global tyranny. They believe in the sovereignty of individuals and nation-states. Does that sound like a globalist uniparty shill to you? Are the very people pushing for the Great Reset and global change to combat the climate crisis, the very people and institutions fueling war and human suffering across the globe? Answer this important question. Would a true hippie be in favor of the largesse of global bureaucracy taking on climate change through corporate means, or would they be in favor of a worldwide push to solve climate issues at a local level with individual action? It should be plain to see at this point the nature and definition of conservative hippie to me. I'm a civil liberty-loving, pot-smoking, anti-war, small-government environmentalist. I'm a libertarian. Waking up the majority, the independent middlers of the United States of America, is paramount to regaining the sovereignty of our great country and the we the people's government philosophy. So many have been fooled into arguments of the Uniparty, fake civil rights battles that only lead to restrictions on civil liberties, fake existential threats that only lead to increased debt spending, fake climate deadlines and predictions that support corrupt bureaucratic rule. Fiscal conservatives and social hippies are played against each other even though they have the same interests. Terms are defined with partisan marketing to pigeonhole voting blocks who don't have enough time or patience to wade through the open fire hose of misinformation. It's all right in front of us. Common sense and decency. Turn off the TV, opt out of the social media matrix, and volunteer in your community. You will see that an environmental activist and a proud patriot may have more in common than you think. They might even be the same person. Hey, this is the international man of mystery, John Devon, a.k.a. the Positivity Bully, a.k.a. the Foundation. The Conservative Hippie Podcast is brought to you by Smokin' Jays and SmokinJays.com. Everything for your smoking lifestyle. Use coupon code HIPPIE, H-I-P-P-I-E, for 15% off your next order at SmokinJays.com. 
Let's be friends. We're all on this cosmic spaceship together. Subscribe and share the Conservative Hippie Podcast. Visit our sponsors, SmokinJays.com. Everything for your smoking lifestyle. StonerHoroscopes.com. Adora Zen dishes cosmic vibes for the stoner at heart. KickFromTheSpot.com. Soccer is American.